The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson, number one, Dave Anthony is here. Hello, Dave. Oh, hello. Uh, thanks very much for uh, being here. Post This is our post-LA uh, Podfest podcast. Thanks. Great. We haven't done one since then, have no, we? No. Even though it feels like there was a lot of podcasting happening that weekend. There was. You and Charlie did a secret S- podcast behind my back. Snuck up to the room. Yeah. Although, even though I knew about it. Yes. Because you had told me. <laughs> that was my favorite thing about that little fucking like, long con that Charlie was on. Because I know your disdain for the long con. You hate a long con. So I do not like, like a long con. You're like, I'm not being involved in this long con in any fucking way. I'm telling Will this is happening. <laughs> what? Including a message you sent to my phone to say, hey, can we do it at this time? Meanwhile, Charlie thinks he's fucking what? like... WikiLeaks or something. Oh, <laughs> Edward that, Snowden going to a different country and changing sex and shit. That was the thing. It's I'm a, Charlotte now. When I first sent a message, I was like, hey, let's do a podcast and not tell Will or anybody else. But then I was talking to you and you were like, I was like, what's your schedule like? We're going to do this and this and this and this. And I was like, I just got to tell him because it's going to be too complicated. But then he still thought it was secret. Right. But then I was sending text to your phone and I'm like, how secret is this? Yeah. Although... <laughs> How rarely I look at my phone and how little I understand my phone. That is still pretty yeah. secret when it yeah, comes to... that's true. I still haven't got my iPhone yet either. You didn't? I thought that's what that was. No, that's my Australian iPhone. That's the phone no. best, mate. Mm. Might as well be a rock why haven't, these days. Why haven't you gotten it? Oh, it turns out they were really popular and you need to order them. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> it turns out everybody wanted them. It turns that's out you so have to line weird. up yeah. outside a shop and all sorts of fucking still? nonsense. Yeah. Oh, no, now there's just, if you like, you, you don't have to line up outside the shop anymore. Yeah. Uh, now, if you go into the shop, they just don't have any of them. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, but the li- that's really cut the line down. Yeah. The line would, is substantially. Well, wouldn't it be less. weird if the line was still there? Ah, uh, mate, seriously, the line was there two days beforehand that's when they weren't ridi- fucking still, selling anything. With this, even with the. Stop lining up for phones. Right. It's seriously. just a phone. It's just a phone. I mean, you can wait a couple I've of weeks. I've been fine for the last couple of weeks without it. Yeah. I'll get one. You've been okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any weird... You get to see all the shit they write about in the newspaper. like you know What's w- going wrong with it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still going to buy one, but you get to see yeah, that. <laughs> you get to be like, oh, that's going to be wrong with it, that's going to be wrong with it, and that's going to be wrong with see? it. See, I'm just like, okay, well, if it bends and you know, I put it in my pocket, good. I'm in Australia and I'll throw it. It'll come back like a boomerang. Is, it, boomerang. is that how it works? Yeah. Is, We're all taught that at birth. Isn't it okay if it bends? Yeah, why not? Why? What would be wrong with it bending? I mean, that just means it's not breaking, right? I mean, I would like a bendy phone. Right. It sounds like the best thing ever. Yeah, it a bends phone in that your bends. pocket. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the big deal is about Contours it bending. to your body. Yeah. Right? So That's how they gotta, should sell it. You get a nice ass-shaped phone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hey, great uh, week in Australian politics though, Dave. I know sometimes you'd like to get catch up on the goings-on oh. in my particular country. I haven't and, heard anything because uh, I've been so busy. What happened? Well, I mean, it's been uh, – look, it's just been great news. Uh, look – Here's the thing. We're in the middle of a war. I don't know if you know that. They don't, they're not technically calling it a war. But. With? Well, it, I mean, it's a bit hard to work out, to be honest. 
<laughs> I mean, I think we're on the side of some people we're normally at war at against some other people who are worse than them. Are, are as you far talking, as I can, are you talking about the ISIS Syria situation? Dash. Are you guys in there? Yeah, we're in that in Iraq because you're the, in great. that. Yeah, it's we're with you guys, great, man. It's well, whatever it's you do, war. we're with you. Well, it's a war in which we're fighting with one of our enemies because someone is worse. Yeah. It's the really, enemy of my enemy is my friend. When we invaded Iraq, yeah, we came. We had some good plans. Oh, man. It and was like they... the hangover part one. It was great. <laughs> it was great times. And we were your fucking friend yeah. along for the ride. Yeah. Whatever you do, what happens in Iraq stays in Iraq. Your little fucking Aussie mates. But in this, key, in this case, the hangover part one turned into weekend at Bernie's. Right. Well, it just turned into hangover part two and three. Really. <laughs> Which I never saw a, so. a nightmare of us going You know what This was fun the first time around But really Should we be here again This seems to get worse and worse Yeah Yeah So uh, but so, so obviously the world is uh, Wracked by fear yes. And terrorism And yes. there's been a lot of like People who are using this As an opportunity to kind of I, I guess like inflame Well you guys had the You guys had the thing Where they said uh, People are going to cut people's heads off Yeah In Sydney Yeah they said that which I'm going to come out right now and just say I'm opposed to. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Well, here's the thing. I think we can all agree that you've lost your argument when you cut another person's head off. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? There, there are degrees of struggle. I think that we should at all times try to avoid violent struggle to resolve things like this. Now, if you read Nelson Mandela's book, you, you know, there's a point he got to in his life where they thought that you know, peace was no longer an option and they had to go to violence for, right. for human rights. And I think there's an argument, a gray area where we can discuss that. Yeah. But in general, let's if, just if say you go if you're cutting to, someone's head off. Like if, that, if that's your like go-to. Like if that's your go-to. Like if that's your thing right that's away. That's your fucking like, move. Everyone puts up their hands and they yeah. say, do you have an idea, Larry? Yeah, I think we should maybe protest or maybe we should take over a village or we should we should get someone else elected. And then the guy at the end of the table goes, let's cut off innocent people's heads. And everyone goes, yes. Yes. Yeah, no. 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 You lose the argument. And we're yeah. all against that. Yeah, there isn't. And it doesn't have to be about religion. That's why we have to right. keep all this other shit out of it. Like, you know, pretending, like, you know, because there is a thing about a lot of white people coming to invade, yet again, a Muslim country. Right. That, you know, some Muslim people are like, hang on, this happens all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so we have to just be like, hey, we're anti beheading. Wherever right. fucking happens, we're opposed to We're going to come and fucking shut that shit down. Right. We don't like people cutting people's heads right. off. Yeah, okay. It's an easy stance to take. Right, okay. We are anti that. It may be the easiest stance to take. Right. From the headless horseman onwards, <laughs> to be honest, it's been... I mean, have these people not watched Sleepy Hollow? They Yeah. There's really never been a point where someone's head has been cut off and everyone went, great. No, that was that was great. Well, I mean, like evil people, maybe, maybe, but even then, but, even- like, but again, after a trial and like, uh, you know, in the oldie days. Yeah. But this is in the oldie days. We're beyond the oldie days. Yeah, we very much so are. Right. You would think so. Right. Some people not. It's so weird that there are people going there from like England and America and Canada to join up and be like, I want to cut off some heads. People want to be a part of shit. People are just looking for something to join. Like, I mean, it's there. For, it's fucked up idiots versions of Burning Man or whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, fuck. I'd like to cut someone's head off too. I've got to get in on this. I can pretend to be religious. I just want to cut someone's head off. That's all I want to do. I want to hold someone's head up. Yeah, and go. That's Look. what people are doing. They're taking selfies. I know. Well, you guys had, didn't you guys have the Australian guy with the kids who went over there? And right. With his, and like gave his, his kid. kid a head? Gave his kid a head. And the kid's walking around with a head? Right. 
Like, that's really bad parenting. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm mean, i not a parent, I'm, so it's hard for me to put my foot down. But, yeah. And but I'm not, as, as a parent, you're I, not can't see, let, I can't see any situation where right. I go, here, Finn, take this Look, head. And just walk around with Okay, it. so kids can be a bit annoying, though, right? So imagine you've cut someone's head off. Right. Right. And you've got the head, and then your kids, they're like... I mean, because you're a right. terrible person. You've yes. already I'm, a hor- I'm a horrible, you're horrible You're a horrible person because person you've cut someone's so head I've off. So I've just cut right? someone's head off. So maybe you're more of a barometer when your kid's like, can I play with the head? You're so like, I'm holding it and I right. go, Ugh, okay, I, I guess. Gonna... Don't bang it on anybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with it in the street. Right. Because I'm concerned Keep about safety. The street, don't, off the beds. I don't want to see any heads on beds. If it goes over the neighbor's fence. That's, you go well, get that's, that. You've got to go you, and you get You can go that. over and knock. Because I'm get not, them to at least I'm not, throw it back. I'm not going over to the right. goddamn neighbor's house again and knocking on the door and going, hey, my head's in your backyard. Right. Not again. And if you ruin it. Oh. Well, yeah, by the way, no, kick, no kicking of the head indoors. No kicking the head indoors. Yeah, that's if, a, you, that's if you ruin it, that's yeah. the last head you get, that's isn't it? That's the last it? head you get. That's the final head you it's get. It's your head. This is your practice head. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if you let's see if you're responsible enough to handle the head. Right. So what we're saying is maybe it was a parenting lesson. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So that's all been going on. There's Australians who are going over to join the fight and so the uh, the Australian uh, uh, government has obviously, you know, been having to put together a lot more uh, because uh, uh, firstly, we're in the middle of a bi- middle of a big budget emergency right, in Australia. That, yeah. The budget emergency, yeah. and uh, the way to solve that emergency in Australia—the budget emergency being that you're in tons of debt, tons of debt. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I they haven't yeah. really quite explained how. And yeah, and but you know, there's definitely some sort of emergency, and the best sure. way is to cut pensions and unemployment of benefits because yeah. that'll sort it out. Yeah. Uh, because they're definitely not going to raise any t- taxes. That's well, no, you news. can't do that. You can't raise no. taxes on rich people because then um, right. they would have to pay more money. So the great news is we're now spending $400 million a year to go to war. And oh, that's interesting. That's, I've never seen a country do that, but oh, welcome. You're yeah. America. Right. So I'm guessing that we should send pensioners and unemployed people. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, two birds, one stone. Then they get a little salary. Right. It's a little shoot for the doll program, you yeah. know? Yeah. Get an oldie over there. If you lose I, an oldie, I mean, it reminds them of really. the days when they were necessary, right? That's right. what old people yes. want to feel. They want to feel part of it. You see some old guy. You send guy, over the gray army. Oh, some old guy charging out of, charging towards a, you know, right. the enemy lines, can barely run. Slow, he's slow moving old right. man, like the, in a walking with a frame. walker, and right. he, he puts <laughs> his machine gun on are? the walker. Of a guy shoots. coming towards you with a machine gun on a walker, horrifying. It's uh, that's the I mean, that, thing. That's a man with a mission. You're like, how long has this guy been fighting this war? <laughs> six. Like you're terrified. He's been coming at us for six days. Right. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, basically that's what we're doing now because uh, I read this great thing in the paper today, Dave. That uh, occasionally the Australians, because we're over there to help you guys. Right, thank you. Our best mates in the world. We're, you know, the one who wasn't Bette Midler in uh, Beaches. And Mm -hmm. we are there for you guys. We are willing to lay down our life to be the wind beneath your wings. I appreciate it. Every every crazy asshole needs a sidekick. Sometimes uh, we drop your bombs for you. It oh, do you? Out. Yeah. You'll, you'll come over and pick up our bombs and fly them over and drop them for right, us. Right. We'll drop them for you. That's very nice because we, we don't have to waste gasoline. Right. Guess yeah. what you do, though, after we drop your bombs? Um, huh, I don't know. You send us a bill for those bombs. <laughs> 
Oh my God, we are such assholes. <laughs> turns, it turns out up to about quarter of a million dollars per bomb of yours that oh we're dropping on the people in your war. I mean... We get, a, we get a tab for that. That's just amazing. That's like billing the waiter. That is... I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> uh, we'll find any way to make money off of weapons. Any way we possibly can. That's incredible. All right, so... There's been a few dodgy laws in Australia, but there's been a few, there's been a few bright spots as well, mm-hmm. for, uh, Dave. And this is probably the best one: is that uh, we have overturned uh, the the, the Burka Box law. Uh, yeah. The... So this is uh, great news for Australia: the so, Burka Box. Okay, tell me what a a Burka Box is. Yeah. Well, uh, a Burka Box was in the Australian Parliament. You were banned from wearing a burka into the Australian Parliament. Just the building. Into the building. Uh-huh. It was a security issue, Dave. Well, you can't have a thing over your head. Kind of a thing over your head. It's like saying people could walk in dressed as ghosts. Right. Or, right. Or Batman. Or Batman. 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 Right. No longer allowed. No, no Halloween. No trick or treat. No, no Mr. Snuffleupagus. No, no. no uh, Big Bird. None no of Big these, Bird. None of these guys can come in. None of them can come in. Right. Uh, so uh, you're not allowed to wear... Uh, what about a motorcycle helmet? Uh, I don't think you are allowed to wear a motorcycle helmet. They've mm. all seen The Dark Knight Rises. We know what happens yeah. when Bane came through in the motorcycle right. helmet. Shit goes down. It's really bad. That's when... <laughs> It's really bad. You don't want someone baiting the shit out of you. No, and then driving around town trying to finish off the... (laughs) (laughs) On a motorcycle trying to finish off the transaction. Uh, So um, they banned this burka box because what they did was basically if you were a woman in a burka in Parliament House, you had to go into this glass box... Like a terrarium. Uh, Like a terrarium. Like a burka terrarium. Where all the school children were. The burka box. And then you would... What then? What happens? You throw them food. Like, how does it work? <laughs> no, it was just to protect you. Like, sure. yeah, well, to protect people from you know the potential. So it's like a, so it's like a bulletproof box that they go into. Nope, just another box, see through, filled box, with sc- school children. <laughs> okay, why are the school children in there? Because that's normally where the school children watch Parliament from. <laughs> well, that sounds safe, right? They're like, I, oh, hang on, you might be a terrorist. Let's just put you with those children enjoying I, democracy. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Right. So, as long it, as they don't hurt the politicians, right. that's all that matters. There's a couple of crazy things about this. Firstly, uh, the burqa only, like, well, it, firstly, it's not a burqa, it's uh, a niqab, I think is the best the way you meant to say what's it. A niqab. Uh, well, the burqa's not traditionally worn. Uh, I think it's the tr- burqa's only traditionally worn in Afghanistan or Africa. I'd have to get ah, that right. Okay. Whereas the niqab is like, it's a different version of thing. Or I universal. Think the burqa's maybe mostly blue. I, I, I don't have all the facts on this. Mm. People might know this more than me, but there's definitely a difference. Okay. And the one that's worn, no one in Australia really wears a burqa. Right. So firstly, they're banning something. They're putting something in a box. Right. That isn't that. That isn't that. Right. It could have. It should have been like a knee a knee carb nook or something. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So or a no carb knee carb or something like like you know like a we're putting you on a knee carb diet. Right. A sl- uh, <laughs> we're slimming it down. <laughs> so uh, they put them in this box. Yeah. Well, they ne- here's the other thing. They never did because it actually never happened. Because no one ever went there. No one ever went there in a knee carb. It's so. But it's a great. So arrogant to right. think that people are going to show up to watch you do your shit <laughs> right. in a burqa. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, you're not that great. No one actually wants to watch your bullshit, especially someone in a hot burqa. 
Yeah, they're not putting out a $20 live stream for three weeks <laughs> of Parliament. Uh, so, uh, so no one's ever done it. So they had a rule okay, great. that they brought in, but they overturned it, Dave. This is the good news. They overturned it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they only put it in two days ago, but they've overturned it. Wait, in two days they overturned yeah. it? Because it turned out that they realized, oh, hang on, this has never been a problem. Um, <laughs> we let people in here in like other clothes all the time. And literally the only other bit is they're covering their face. And how many bombs can you fit in like a oh face God. mask? Like, fit- you can't fit like a machine gun in a... I can fit so many bombs in my mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my go-to hole. <laughs> like- it's so ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, we had a little burqa ban in Parliament wow. House for like 48 hours. Yeah, you guys are freaking out about the Muslims out there. Oh, man. It's so... Like, this is the, the thing. There's only ever been once that a niqab has been used in a crime in Australia, and it was by a man who wasn't a Muslim. <laughs> so... <laughs> but the crimes against people wearing the niqab... Oh, much higher. Oh, sure. oh much yeah, higher. Yeah. So, in some ways, they probably should be trying to ban it. Yeah, they should. <laughs> But but that's victim blaming. Right. They should be able to wear whatever they want whatever to wear they and want to walk wear. wherever they want to walk. Yeah. I mean, I, like here's the thing: Tony Abbott, our prime minister, says that he finds it confronting. And what, people, the, the the ninjab is that what you call it? The niqab. Niqab. Niqab or niqab, depending on how you pronounce I, I the last. Like ninjab thing. better, but we it's, can go it's with all the ninjab. <laughs> but like, I'm sure they've banned the ninjab as well. <laughs> This is my point. They probably actually thought niqab and banned the ninja. Let me ask you a question. Yep. What about ninjas? Did they ever try to ban ninjas? Because they come in all covered up. Right. Why aren't they banning ninjas? Yeah. And they jab you. They probably were a ninja. If we're gonna if we're gonna start banning people who yep. dress up with their heads covered yep. who have never actually gone anywhere, mm. then we should start with ninjas. Ninjas? Yeah. Because they're dangerous. Well, my Sporting God, mascots? they're horrifyingly dangerous they're horrifying. people. <laughs> all those people who hang outside man's Chinese theater dressed as Spider Man? Yes. Definitely Dane, those Dane, guys. Yep. Throw them all actually, in Actually, I think a lot of those people are dangerous. They actually are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, we, so people are getting attacked all the time. There's been, like, of course. Uh, calls to ban the burqa. Yeah. It's been a terrible week in Australian politics. It turns out that uh, most of our big companies aren't paying any tax, like here. Um, they were oh, all doing that fantastic me. thing as well. So, right. yep. You guys uh, oh. are so little America now. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. Oh, th- here was a good one. Uh, five independent scientific studies confirmed that, you know how last year in Australia where it was on fire? Yeah. And all our politicians kept saying things like, oh, yeah, well, you know, oh we're on fire every year. It's fire year. season. It's fire. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, turns out that it was directly as a result of global warming. What? Yeah, I know. What are you talking Five about? Five independent studies. I've never heard that. of such a thing. That's That's the one podcast that's never been released. Is the one yep. where we started talking about that and it got so dark and so sad right. that it can never hear. Well, the this week again. it was this week it was five five different scientific studies came out at the same time. Were the, and were, I, I started going into right wing, you know, reactionary mode. Oh yeah, like, where you just like five at the same time. That's suspicious. <laughs> what? And they all agree, do they? They oh, all, all the have the same, same consensus. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Mm. Probably copying or wow. sharing their work. Mm. I imagine. Yep. Well, I'm more likely to trust this one guy who works for an independent mining company. Because his results are the complete opposite to what you're saying. God. Uh, so it turns out, yeah, that that was a, a direct result of um, shocking man-made climate were the, change. Were the reports called "No Shit"? Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. No shit, duh. <laughs> no shit, duh. Uh huh. And uh, this year might even be hotter. So we're, oh my god! Yeah, this is our 
I mean, this year we're really going for it. Well, if you're, whole place may be on fire. If you're, if they, if it's anything like uh, what's happening in California right now, it's not great. The fuck is happening in California it's, right now? This is a crazy, crazy, crazy hot year. It's like unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's running out of water, right? Yeah, there's hardly any water left. There's hardly any water left. But you don't need water if you have beer and stuff. Big gulp. Big gulp. <laughs> you can go to 7-Eleven and get a big gulp. So why do you need water? I mean, it's a fair point. Yeah. I'm sure American soda companies have been Ooh, trying to... That's oh, on. here we go. Sorry. Oh, little dance bait uh, in the middle I'm gonna, of the podcast. I'm going to ignore that. It's right. my agent who I never responded to to say that I did get the email. <laughs> It's been a very busy day. I mean, you have been busy today, and you uh, came and squeezed this in unexpectedly because your day tomorrow got busy. Because my day tomorrow got crazy busy. Because yeah. I got this callback that I never responded to. Here, let me just confirm this. There you go. Okay, nice. Uh, so, what is going on with the California drought? Like, because people don't really seem to be like in Australia. We are, I think, aware of drought. So it's like one of those things where we're kind of like, you right? Know, people try to shower less and not wash their lawns and stuff like that. People. Wash their lawns because that's what people do in Australia. They <laughs> wash out lawns. It is weird when I was down there to see people out there with the, the bucket of soap and right. the water washing off. We their just lawn. didn't realize what the like. We saw people hosing them and we got the wrong idea. We're like, well, they're clearly what you need to be washed down. <laughs> it's Look at this, it's full of dirt. <laughs> Filthy. You wash that lawn until there is no dirt left. Get the scrubbers. <laughs> wash the lawn. I don't want to wash the lawn. Then you pick up that head. <laughs> Um, it's a <laughs> fucked up country. Okay, so uh, so California is having its worst drought of all time, uh-huh. and the reason that's happening is because um, the jet stream has changed. Hang on, what? What's the, the jet, jet stream? So the that jet, sounds exciting. So the jet stream is this. It, it ordinarily in the summer goes sort of over over America through Canada. Okay, it's, it's just a high up, you know, yeah, jet sure. stream. And then during the winter, it'll go up into Alaska, and then it cuts down a lot of the times and comes through California sure. and across the country. Uh-huh. But um, all of a sudden, there's been what's called a resistant ridge, and oh, yeah. it's just this giant resistant ridge of uh-huh. hot air I that like it. does not allow the uh-huh. jet stream to come down. So what the jet stream is doing is going over the west coast of the united states and then you know all that crazy weather they were having yeah all the snow and stuff that's because now the jet stream is going down there uh-huh. whereas nor- ordinarily it wouldn't do that and it's all because of a resistant ridge which just happens to be there all of a right. sudden but why is the resistant ridge there? i don't know some people are saying it's because the ocean is suddenly a lot warmer oh yeah and who knows why that's happening i don't know yeah some it's of the all... ice seems to be melting it's all, it's all a mystery <laughs> uh I enjoyed the uh, podcast. Uh, well, firstly, thanks to everyone who came to the podcast festival. Oh, that was like, great. We were talking beforehand that uh, the Dollop and uh, Tofop live shows were just such great fun, and we appreciated all the amazing support from the audiences there. To have such yeah. a huge crowd uh, for both shows, I, well, I know from my point of view, like, yeah, it was really great. just blew me away. It was yeah. fantastic. And if you want to watch those, you can still get the live stream at the LA Podcast Festival. Uh, follow the link, put in Tofop or Dollop to... Uh, get the $5 off. It's 20 bucks. There's still like yeah. another week and a half or something to be able to watch um, all the podcasts shows. from the festival. We were talking beforehand about how funny Jimmy Pardo is and yeah. you were saying that Improv for Humans is, oh, is really so good. So funny. And- Horatio Sands is so funny on that. And, and Super Ego was really funny. So I was listening to you and Charlie um, uh, when you did uh, the Walking the Room podcast 
And um, you were talking about Doctor Who. Can I tell you something first? Yeah, sure. I had drunken Matt Damon. Hang on, what? <laughs> I, I just, I feel like I didn't hear what I heard. What did you? What I did got you? drunk with Matt Damon. No, hang on, what? <laughs> <laughs> hang on, I'm gonna just. I'm. I'm sure I can do this. Just let me. Just give me a moment. Uh huh. I'm sure I can. <clears throat> just wait. I've got to. Uh-huh. Just get into the, okay. Hey, I'm just for the people at home. (laughs) I put down the computer and I'm now looking straight at your face just Uh, to make sure uh, that I see and understand everything that you're trying to tell me. Okay, do you want me to slow it down? Please do. I got drunk with Matt Damon. What (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) I don't, I just can't even comprehend this. What, what happened? So Tom Papa does a show uh-huh. at Largo, yeah, and it's it's a it's is it a called l- Papa Don't Preach? Uh, yes, it's called Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> it's called Papa No. There's so many there's so many Papa things you can do. <laughs> um, so it's like a live. It's like an it's built as like an old time radio showy kind of thing, and it's recorded. It's an hour, and it goes on serious. Uh-huh. And he's good friends with Matt Damon. And then I was on the show in between the radio things. They have people do stand up, so I was on the show to do stand up uh-huh. and read a little part. And Matt Damon, Matt Damon came and did it. The Matt Damon, yeah, not another Matt Damon. No, this the Matt a, Damon. This isn't a story about like just some other guy called Matthew Damon. No, it's, know, it's the Matt Damon. And I've met him a couple. I met him like when I was at a pumpkin patch once. Uh-huh. I saw Tom and him. Sure. And then I went to a show last month and then we talked for a little bit but not i mostly talked to his wife so then after the show he's like let's go to the bar next door and have some beers of course he does he's matt diamond of course he fucking does <laughs> and then i'm just sitting there and drinking with matt Damon. hang on so who else is there tell so me how his, many, what does yet but who else like steve agee's there uh-huh. uh aaron foley mm-hmm. um What's his name? Tom Morrissey. He's a comic. Tom Papa. Uh, an assistant. Someone's assistant. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's wife. And then their friend. Wow. And me. Wow. Right? And Matt Damon. The only thing that would make this story better is if that a friend was Ben Affleck and you just said, and their friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was Ben or something, but I didn't really get it. <laughs> He was banging on about how he'd been on Bill Maher and there'd been some sort of... <laughs> how he tried to go to Australia for publicity and he had, couldn't go to Parliament House. All he wanted to do was go to Parliament House and suddenly they're locking him in a glass room with some children. What is going on? Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Uh, so t- tell me, uh, He's where super... are you sitting? So I'm sitting... So, so there's two tables... Where was this small, show on? It was at Largo. Largo. Oh, so did you go that, the bar that bar, that Bowery bar, bar, Bower bar, whatever, right next bar, door. whatever that cool yeah. little bar. And they had a little was. area blocked off for yeah. for us, the VIP area. VIP. And uh, yeah. and so there's two small cocktail tables, and then him and his wife are sitting on a couch, and I'm sitting like yeah. right on the other side of the table. And they're just, I've talked to his wife before. Well, hang on, were, they, were you all in the VIP, and then was yeah. he just in a slightly higher VVIP they, area? They <laughs> They brought it. They brought in like a like a kid seat, 
<laughs> so he could just sit a little bit higher than everybody else. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. So he's just like a normal. He's of like, of course he is. Not, that's I've, why everybody I've loves met, Matt Damon. I've met celebrities uh-huh. that I don't usually want to have anything to deal with because they're not normal people. He's just a normal dude. Like he, I went home to my wife and I'm like, he's like a guy from Boston. Like that's what he's like. I was sitting there and I was like, he's just a funny guy from Boston. Right. Like he was making he won't be we laughing so hard, my stomach hurt. Like he's just a funny, nice guy. He's funny. I he's mean that's funny. Yeah. I, like, you know, that I'm fucking Matt Damon stuff that yeah. Sarah Silverman and th- those guys did was like he was so funny. Though. Yeah. Like yeah. so funny. And he is I mean, I love Matt Damon. People know that I love Matt Damon, but yeah. but But he's like he's like my favorite movie star. But that, it reminded me of Robin Williams. When you meet Robin, it's just a guy. Right. So when you're sitting there talking to him, you're actually not, you don't feel like you're hanging out with a celebrity, except for the people who come over and go, hey, can I, uh, you know. The, but other and you'd be like, hey, guys, this is a fucking VIP area. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, why uh, are you coming near us? I'm Dave Anthony from Marin. Thank you. I have a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Hello. This is the podcasting section. <laughs> But I'm sitting there. We talked about like mountain biking. We uh-huh. just talked about shit. But at one point, he said is something. Is he pro or, he pro or anti-mountain biking? Oh, he's he's, he's, he's into he's, it. He's he? into mountain biking. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And uh, but at one point, he uh, he said he said something purposefully offensive, and then he goes, "Oh, if anybody was recording that, Matt Damon's career would be over." He said that. Oh, he said Matt Damon's. Yeah, career? he was joking. Ah, nice. And then and then he said, "Okay, let's play a game called let's mo- let's ruin Matt Damon's career." <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's a game show. Oh, yeah. Let's ruin Matt Damon's career. <laughs> because he is untouchable. He like, is, I don't I think, think you could is. ruin Matt Damon's career. I don't think you could either. I think he's... Like, unless there was some dark secret. But I don't think anyone else could ruin his career. Well, like, so... I mean, there's never going to be like a Seventh Heaven style dad scandal where, like, did you say that? The oh, dad from Seventh my Heaven. God. Those recordings. I mean, I mean recording shit. Holy shit. Yeah. And who says stuff that casually? Yeah, she put her hand on my penis. Well, I put her hand on my penis. She she was 11 and 12 and 13. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, how is that a situation where you're in counseling? Like, I understand uh. there are whole things about, you know, not recording someone in counseling and releasing people's blah, blah, blah. But what I think there are th- certain things you do. But if, And I've said this before. I do cert- think there are certain things you do, even though I'm against all those things mm. and the government invasion and privacy. There are certain things where I'm like, well, we fucking know now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I, I know you might be all right about, you know, it shouldn't have, like, happened yeah. and it shouldn't have been recorded. But we can't fucking put the genie back in that bottle. We fucking know. Well, yeah, well, now we know. But secondly... Who thinks you can counsel your way through that shit? Well, that's the fucking like, who crazy thinks you thing. Can get, like, hey, honey, I have some things to tell you. I, I had a bunch of young girls touch my penis, and I would like to work it out with you. Right? Um, no, no, no. Okay, it, well, done. I can't because you Thank had a bunch you, of young because, girls touch yeah, your penis. Right? Because of the thing you just said. But also bullshit. That's that's all he fucking did. You don't. If oh, you're if that's fucking, the thing, if you're a pedophile, you don't go touch my penis and then and then you're done. Right. Like what fucking pedophile? No, is it's that? one of those classic ones of like, if I admit to this, yeah. Like I'll say, I, yeah. It's like a guy who's had an affair going. Okay, I kissed her at the nightclub, and yeah. I'm so sorry. And she sent me that message, but really, it's like, well, we've been fucking for 14 years. <laughs> we have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, okay, so let's ruin Matt Damon's career. Uh, would be a okay. great game show because I, I think genuinely, without any of like, you know, just take that sort of shit out of it. Yeah, I just don't know how anyone could do it. I, that's the thing is, is like, he was like, he was like, you could be recorded and not know it, and if you said, well, you that's what he goes, you can't, you, know? you can't make jokes, no. or stuff because if you did, someone recorded it, out of and then everyone flips out. And yeah, it takes out of context. But I'm like, I feel like he's like untouchable. Yeah. In a way. I mean, unless he something, unless he said something just horrific, but there would be no... But I think the Jonah Hill thing is a good example. Like, he'd Jonah Hill the shit out of it. You know when Jonah Hill called the... Like, you used the homophobic slur towards the photographer? Oh, yeah. And then just went on his little, you know, tour, like yeah, his apology tour. tour. He and was like, like and he was genuinely... His gay friend tour? Right. Yeah, yeah. his gay friend tour. <laughs> yeah, I have a gay friend. <laughs> I'm on my gay friend tour. <laughs> Uh, no, but you know, he really did that thing of going, look, you know, this isn't me. Yeah. I said something stupid in the heat of the moment. And by the way, I take full responsibility for yeah. that. Like, and I, I should be in trouble for this. Yeah. But people were kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, okay. that's Because we, we don't feel like you are that sort of person. Right. And we feel like you were sorry enough. Yeah. So, and you have a gay friend, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is one. I mean, I don't know if, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to even tell what would ruin. I mean, I think. It was interesting to say that Robbie Downey Jr. Um, uh, has asked, like, for Mel Gibson to direct the Iron Man four. Did you say that? What? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. has asked Mel Gibson. Well, who uh, asked but, but the, for asked for them, asked for Marvel or whoever the studio I can't to, imagine to get happen. Mel Gibson to do it because he said it's like time for Hollywood to forgive Mel Gibson. You know, it's like it's yeah, we've all made mistakes. I mean, you know, I guess. Robert Downey Jr. of all people, you know, like, <laughs> I guess he's a guy who's got to buy into the idea of all sins can be forgiven, you know. Otherwise, he's got yeah. a lot of a lot of strangers' couches yeah. he woke up on that he has to really yeah. fucking revisit. So, he really does. Yeah, he's probably a guy who's like, "Come on, guys! So Every four years, it's an etch sketch. Shake it off." Why should we? There is part of me that actually, by the way does think that if you know if someone proves themselves for a period of time to be sorry and be a better person i agree with that i agree with that like it encourages people to learn from their mistakes and be better people but, but, but my my thing about that is is like um but why does he like he's had a fucking terrific career right like why do you what about all the guys who could direct that movie who are up and coming like why do we have to forgive Mel Gibson by giving him one of the biggest movies of the year. Right. How, and it, how is that? Yeah. Like, that's not just forgiveness. That's like, you get the world back. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, yeah, you're right. That, that's absolutely that true. That doesn't make any that's sense. That's not forgiveness. That's like, oh, oh, no, you're king again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why don't we just put him in a movie and see if people like him? Yeah. What about that as like a thing yeah, that's a, that oh, we could do? You know what? That's a very good point that you've made. Yeah, I'm not sure why we have to give him a film. Right. Yeah. I do think the part of it is that Iron Man is such a Mel Gibson style. Like, I mean, because Iron Man himself is like, he's a rich guy who doesn't yeah. really care. Like, you know, he's come from the weapons manufacturing industry. Like, he yeah. you know, he's a capitalist. He's very, you know. Yeah, just like Mel Gibson. Just like Mel Gibson. Did I ever tell you about the Iron time? Man 4, Iron Man fights the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> just guys in yarmulkes running at him. He's punching him. He gets drunk. <laughs> He's up against the Juca. The- <laughs> it was D- it was Marvel's it's Marvel's attempt to do a Batman to do a Batman spin-off. They bring in a version Juka. of the Joker well, called the Juca. A, we're doing a couple of things we're doing. We're doing a Lady Thor and then we're doing the, the Juca. The Juca. <laughs> what? 
Oh, oi vei, why so serious? <laughs> I feel like the juke is not going to catch on. <laughs> the juker's coming. Um, when I was, uh, when I first moved here, I was working at Stable Center as a suite attendant, and mm-hmm. Mel Gibson was in one of my suites one night. Oh, yeah. And he left his um, video camera, and I ran down and returned it to him, and immediately regretted that decision. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age. Yeah. That, that's your... Oh, my God. That's your lottery. Yeah. I mean, come on. I would lose my job, but I would have made so much money. Oh, yeah. Right? Can you imagine hanging Mel Gibson's home videos? Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even look at them. I just returned it. Oh I chased him down and gave it back to him. In fact, you probably... what you? How many years ago was that, do you think? It was the year 2000. Yeah. So everyone could have known then. Right? It's probably full of Oh my God, shit. just full of nasty. <laughs> the, f- the first one is just all sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yelling at the dog, sugar just, tits. You, and then you, bring out the, you bring out the, the tape and it actually marks sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's a compile of all the times he's called different people sugar tits. <laughs> It's like sugar tits one through nine. Oh, that's why you pull it out. It's like sugar tits 11. <laughs> uh, so I guess there is that uh, idea of like, you know, forgiveness of yeah. our characters. But yeah, I think Matt Damon has enough, you know, because he's also, he cares about the world. Like he's got mm-hmm. the whole, you know, water program in like different countries. And, you know, like yeah. he genuinely seems like a guy who's doing stuff. Yeah. Everyone loves Matt Damon. Now, would it surprise you that I was the one who told Matt Damon about the video of the guy getting fucked to death by a horse. Hang on. What <laughs> podcast left to be called. Hang on. What uh, I've said it every, uh, hang on. What <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Hang on. What <laughs> uh, you know about the the video of the guy getting fucked to death by the horse. So, look, I mean... It got what, turned into a movie uh, called Zoo, a uh, documentary. Uh, okay, there's so much of this that we need to... <laughs> I if, just feel like everyone this, knows it. This, this is exactly how okay. the conversation with Matt Damon went. But if this... <laughs> Firstly, I want you to tell me this story, because if it's the first okay. time I've heard it... And if it's the first time that our listeners have heard it, we all then have something in common with Matt Damon. Okay. Secondly, if it finishes and it turns out that the punchline to this story is that the zoo referenced in the documentary is the same zoo that Matt Damon bought in I Bought a Zoo. If, <laughs> you, if you don't think I didn't make that joke to Matt, to Matt Damon, you're out of your mind. Okay. All right, good. Uh, so uh, t- w- walk me through the story so, and Matt Damon's reaction. Because you can a tell guy, the story and tell me what Matt Damon's right, reaction Right. So there's a guy who, who this is, I want to say like seven or eight years ago, there's a mm. guy who really wants to get fucked by a horse. Okay, like that's sure. his thing. Yeah. He really, well, people his, everyone has a thing and it's his thing is... non-consensual though. And not, and not fucking horse. He wants to get yeah. fucked by Which a horse. Which is better. Like if you're going to have sex with an animal, don't. That's it. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you may change your mind as no, the but, story but goes on. But my point is also, it's better to let the animal fuck you than fuck the animal because okay. I feel like... Fair. Unless, at least... But still don't. Don't. Would you let an elephant fuck you? I'm not, I'm not letting any animal fuck you. <laughs> Like, I'm not, ever. And I'm also not fucking another animal. Okay. I'm just saying there's probably degrees of, you know. Right. I don't know. No, there's not. Don't fuck animals. Yeah, you shouldn't fuck animals. Yeah. 
So in some states, it's still legal, I think, in three or four. Uh-huh. But for a while, it was illegal in a lot of states. So anyway, this guy up in Washington state mm-hmm. had like a, a... A dream. Well, he had like he a, had a... dream. What would you call I it? I have like a dream. An animal sex ranch where... People, oh, could, what? People, could, people could come and fuck different animals. Right, I think maybe you have told me this story. So tell me. Go so, anyway, so he's got this, a ranch. It's like a fuck ranch. It's like wo- a, the littlest whole house in Texas. Yeah. So this one guy wants to fuck a, or get a horse to fuck him. He's like, well, I don't have a horse, but my neighbors have a horse. All right. Guy comes up, uh-huh. middle of the night, they go over there. Now, hang on, have they told the neighbors, no. or is he just going to... No, they have not uh, told the neighbors. Right. Well, that would they, be a tough you, conversation. Yeah, that's a yeah, really yeah. hard... How's it going with the hey, uh, uh, You know, I've got an animal sex ranch up the road, I'm right? sorry. Uh, my animal sex ranch that I've been... Well, we just grow corn and have a couple of horses over here. But... No, 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 this is an animal sex ranch where you can come and have sex with the animals. Okay, well, I'm not really interested in, in that. Um... Can we have sex with your horse? No. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> Betsy? No, sir. Maybe Arnold. The other horse. Okay. So tell me what happened. So they go over in the middle of the night, and he's uh, got this contraption set up. So that, what? That, well, it's like a contraption set up. So because a man can't stand on the ground and, and let a horse fuck him, the man has to be higher up, right? And like in a certain position. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you need some sort of... So they yeah, get the whole thing, trolling. apparatus or whatever they right, get. They get, him, they get him on the you lift. You need a hydraulic system. Get him on the kind. lift. Yeah. Yes. Get the horse Doo. hard. I don't know how that Doo. happened. They get the horse hard. Doo. Showing horse porn ass. The dick goes into the man. Hang on. What? The horse cock. Uh-huh. How big is a horse cock? It's too big to do this. Too big. Yeah. It's I mean, way but they must know this already, too right? Big. Like this guy must have done some inf- like research on the internet about. I like, mean, he must have just googled how big is a horse. Yeah, cock. Yeah, but you know what's Surely. weird is the only research you can do on the internet is now him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. He he is the research. Sometimes this happens with pioneers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the first, yes. the first yes. guy, Burke and Wills, you know, they, they died yeah, in the desert, they but did. they found some shit first. They found a lot of shit, right. and that's, that's why they're heroes. Right. So the sound of a man getting fucked by a horse is mm. not very much different than a man being killed by a horse. Right. It would have been amazing if that sentence was like, so the sound of a man being fucked by a horse is ironically the most beautiful sound ever. <laughs> It was like Mozart had been reborn. It was notes I had never heard. It was a sound that felt like aliens could contact Earth. And <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> that so... wouldn't that be great if aliens did end up contacting Earth? And, that... and they're like, "How did we do?" Because we sent all those radio signals. So we did not hear that. But one night, oh. a dude got fucked by a horse, <laughs> and we heard that from the other side of the universe. <laughs> Just a scientist taking off his his headphones. Oh. oh. It's happened. <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> oh, my God. No one else in the lab on the other planet has believed that it would ever happen, but there's been like, like one crazy long-haired... It's going to happen. ...fringe-style yes. scientist who's been in the corner with a horse and a man diagram <laughs> and trying to explain time travel to people for years. <laughs> finally. So... They immediately rush him to the hospital. Uh-huh. Yep, good idea. Where he dies. Like, oh... Oh, this is the same. The man was fucked to death by a horse. Yeah. So hang on. What? So they made a documentary about this. They so did. But, there, the, but, but the, there's also they had also the videotaped script? it. The guy had videotaped it. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember being up online for a while, mm-hmm. and it's horrifying. And yeah. And so, 
How does that get online though? Like if the dude videotaped it, that's like good, only one person has that, right? Yeah. Well, he got it somehow. He got maybe because it did. Go, it did. He did end up getting um, arrested. The dude who facilitated the yes, dude being the facilitator got arrested. I, I assume for some sort no, of, uh, I guess, assisted, criminal assisted, mischief, assisted manslaughter, <laughs> a misdemeanor. <laughs> I mean, horse yeah, cocking misdemeanor one. I mean, possession of a horse, horse? with intent to fuck. <laughs> I don't. The judge is just like, uh, let me read this again. Yeah. <laughs> Look. The judge is like, look, we don't have a specific law that covers this, but we all agree this is wrong. I'm just going to go ahead and say you're guilty of all the right. crimes. Well, everything. And then we'll figure it out from there. We'll just, there, there's things you're guilty of. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, when you so, tell Matt Damon that story yeah. and you say. So how does Matt Damon react to this story? Horrified. Yeah. Uh, and Probably then, started a charity to prove for horses that have been. <laughs> traumatized by fucking people to death and then i say the videos online he goes i don't want to see the video but what happens in it and i tell him and he goes why would you watch that and i go well you had to back then right that's when you watch stuff like that i go now i wouldn't like with the beheading videos i didn't watch them i I know not to watch certain things right that was probably the last thing i watched where i went oh god i wish i didn't see this right and also with the beheading videos again like i'm not I mean, I don't want to see a man fucked to death by a horse. However, you say that, but you don't know. This is a guy who, well, I mean, I don't want to for two reasons. Because this is my same reason with any of these things. Why I will never look at anything that's that, even at a curiosity value. Yeah. Right. Because of two reasons. One, I think that I'll be horrified by it. So why put myself through it? I can imagine it. Or what if I'm not? Right. Like, what if I'm into it? What if you're like, holy shit, this that's is, my thing. Oh my God, I've got to go to fucking Iraq and behead someone. Yeah. This is fucking great. I've yeah. never seen anything this good Fantastic. in my entire life. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. So that kind of terrifies me as okay. well. So, uh, yeah. You know. There's no middle ground there where you go, ooh. Right. I feel weird. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't yeah, know why I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, why, don't need to look at those sort I don't of things. Know why anybody and I saw people tweet it. I can't believe I looked at that. I don't know why anybody would look at a video that says beheading and then press play. No, there's no reason to ever do no, that. No, no, no. You understand what happened? Yeah. I, I like. I get it. Now, You're terrible. Don't if need you to see, see someone put someone else's head back on. <laughs> that is a magic trick. <laughs> That the anti ISIS organization. That's what I'll watch. Yeah, Sisai. They Sisai. <laughs> Here come the Sisai. They're putting the heads on they're people. They're putting heads back on people. Oh wait, they put a head on a horse. <laughs> Get me off here! They put a horse head on a person. <laughs> they're, they're fucking wacky, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> they're not what we were looking for. Turns out they're not the saviors we thought they were. No, okay, but he's okay. To extend the the analogy or the metaphor, I'm never sure which one's which. I um to. So, okay, here's the thing about the horse thing that I would say. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. uh, the naked photos, I haven't looked at those. Right. Because I understand now, whereas like 10 years ago, I would have looked at those and did look at those because mm. I hadn't got enough information and I didn't understand the debate and I didn't understand fully the idea of like, you know, consent and these things that mm-hmm. have been now. But now that you know, right. that you, you can't look, right? Right. Because those photos were taken without her permission. Right. Like they're not for me. I'm not meant to look at them. You right. know, that sort of thing. No matter how curious I might be or whatever. Right. right? Um, 99% of people listening are disagreeing with you. Well, that might be right. Don't you bet? No, not to this podcast. I wonder, I wonder how many people looked will actually think it's fine. Some, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely some. And 
my argument to that would be that they were stolen from her. Yeah, yeah. People are. are allowed to take nude photos of themselves for people that they love. It's just so stupid. And don't keep them online. Don't I mean, yeah. keep them in the cloud. Oh, don't get me wrong. No, oh, don't get me wrong. It's silly. Yeah. If I was ever, not that I'm ever going to go do this because nobody wants to see me naked, let alone I don't know about pictures that. of it. I get a lot of requests from people saying, can we see Will's cock? Right. Well, okay. Well, maybe that's finally a way I can support the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually one of the rewards on my Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See was cock. <laughs> but my point is that I wouldn't take a photo of it. I would get James Fosdyke to do a much better image oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, much more impressive. And of I would course. send that out. You know? Much more impressive. Much more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, uh, my point is that with this guy who wanted to get fucked by the horse, mm-hmm. he consented to, he, like, it was his he did. thing. It was his decision. He wanted that to happen. It was right? his decision, yeah. So, in the same way, like again, I know we're making very comical matters out of some pretty like it's pretty crazy dark yeah. things, but I'm not going to watch a beheading something where an innocent person, a person who's out there to actually get the truth to people or, and try to or like, trying to help people, or trying to help people, an aid worker, yeah. beheaded by somebody. No, like you know, I'm just not going to watch that. Right. If there was this thing on the internet, it was like um, watch David Blaine try to do a magic trick. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it goes wrong and his head pops off. Yeah, you know what? I'd yeah, probably yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. watch. Well, that. that's very different. I'd that's like, much more right because better. he was kind of like trying to do the thing and his like head popped off. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I'm that's gonna pretty have a, great. I'm gonna have a little cheeky look at David's <laughs> head popping off. <laughs> I might not watch the whole yeah. thing, but I'm definitely gonna have a. I'm down with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, have you watched any uh, new television programs? Because it's the time of the year where television programs I uh, am still deep in a fringe. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're still enjoying it? I'm in the fifth season, so oh, yeah. let's okay. wrap it up. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's crazy. It's great. I love TV shows that are insane. I so, watched I watched all of The Strain. Oh, yeah. I watched all of The Strain as well. Uh, yeah. It I mean, that's, it, you know it, what? It could have gone better places. I thought it could have been better. Yeah. But I never gave up on it. No, I kept watching I it. Was kinda, it was kind of one of those ones where I was like, this is good enough. Yeah. I'm having an okay time. But there was definitely a point where it felt like it was just kind of spinning wheels and not going anywhere. I'm going to tell you about a couple of things uh, that I have been watching mm-hmm. uh, that um, one that I did not expect would be any good at all. And I've actually enjoyed i'm not sure it's good i can't 100 tell you it's good but it's the sort of show that i just enjoy which is okay. very unexpected for me which is called madam secretary have you heard of that oh show? oh my god you're watching the tale, the only show. i thought it would be terrible really? it's not terrible well, I, I, I mean it's not great my question is when did you turn 60 i mean <laughs> I, I i get that when it's, i came it is when it i came is in, tv for all people when i came in here today well you came in here today i was listening to australian talk radio I mean, so i may be 60 yeah but you're also you're also doing research and thinking and you might hear something that would make you think of a joke right I've, but i like madam secretary because it's kind of that it's it's not the west wing but it's in that area i don't i like a show that's kind of around international affairs or kind of like real life things and i actually think she's very watchable. Is it, what channels it on don't know <laughs> I watch it on the internet. It's you on do? the internet channel. What what internet channel? Are you iTunes? Are you? Oh, okay, that's what you do. Yeah, because it's on a regular TV channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's who's got the time for that? <laughs> I don't know when things are on or what channel they're on. It's a nightmare. Fair enough. I know that when I I know when Person of Interest is on. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's a shame. <laughs> it's the only show it's, that I have to watch live. I'm not really sure about Person that. of Interest. Uh, so. I did not have big hopes for that, but so far I'm actually enjoying that a little bit more than I like. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. Uh, I've been watching all of Gotham. Right, I've I've recorded. I haven't. I think the first episode isn't great. That's what I've heard. But I I feel like it's, it's getting in. it's getting into the swing of it, and I've quite I've been quite enjoying it. It got beat by like the other two shows that were up against it last mm, week. That's yeah, not great. Not a good sign. Uh, I watched Flash last night. Oh, how's which that? I think that's fun. He's fast, right? Kind of, yeah, he's really fast. Yeah, I mean, so fast. Is he young Flash? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I think they're going to do that just in a kind of fun, you know, way. Yeah. But there was one show that I was kind of hoping mm. might be good. No oh boy. And is so fucking terrible. And it's like one of those shows that like I know that I'm just going to keep watching even though even it's terrible? fucking terrible. Because like it's under totally the, dome? the sort of show that I would normally like. Yeah. What is it? It's called Scorpion. Oh, have you heard of this show, Scorpion? Oh God, it's a it's like one of those TV procedurals, but it's based on a true story. So I was like, oh well, maybe this will be good, right? And it's about these kind of like you know weird geniuses who have a weird genius club who help yeah. out the CIA or yeah. FBI or whatever. What else? Would and they it's do? got the Terminator in it. Uh huh. Not what? Arnold, the other Terminator. Oh, the other one. Yeah. And uh, Robert and, Patrick or whatever and, his name is. And they and it's called Scorpion. Why? Uh, I think the t- the name of their team is Scorpion. Did you know? I read. I read uh, why why certain shows were named certain things, yeah. and they asked him, and he goes, "Yeah, we just didn't have a name. It was called the what his name project." And finally, someone the network said, "What about Scorpion?" He was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, that's why it's it was- terrible." <laughs> Like it's so one of those shows that I would love to love because I love seeing quirky geniuses doing quirky yeah, genius sure. thing, you know. But but oh, it's terrible. No. It's the worst. It, I'll probably keep watching it for a while. But it doesn't sound great. I mean, it sounds stupid. Yeah. Well, no, no. It's got one of those things where if you did it in a kind of really good way, it I think it could good. just be. Yeah, it's interesting enough, and it is a real thing. Like I mean, this dude was, oh, and they're all kind of. Autistic style geniuses. Right. So, like the actual dynamics of them all, they're all kind of weird. But it's essentially like somebody's gone, hey, you know, Monk was really good and like House was really good and all these uh, shows that have some sort of weird genius let's in do them. do a bunch of them. Well, what if we got a whole team of them? <laughs> Somebody probably was just sitting around going, Monk did really well and that one about the mathematician was pretty good for a while. And up the quirk. Oh my God. Can we get, a, can we get an Avengers of crazy people? <laughs> what about all quirk? Right. Yeah, all quirk. Wow. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna miss that one. I haven't watched any network shows. I don't even know which shows are coming on except for Gotham. I don't know have any idea. Well, because what's all starting. my HBO shows are off at the moment. Like what yeah, what is the new HBO show right now? Are they showing anything? Oh, what's its face? Is Biscayne's Boardwalk show. Empire. Broadwalk Empire. It's a I don't watch show. that. It's dumb. And it's none bad. of the good comedies are on at the moment. It's really just nothing. John Oliver is about the only good thing on HBO at the moment. Bring... I've been watching Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Everyone's gonna die. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, everyone's gonna die Every, uh, for sure. After this everyone. week, I was like, "Oh, everyone's for sure." Oh die. my god, yeah, there dies. is no way out of any no. of this. Everybody dies. <laughs> Everybody. Shit is even Matt Damon can't save this. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gone. But I like that. I feel like it's back in like I. Well, I've been really enjoying like this that aspect of it. Yeah, I kind of feel like in some ways. It, it, that at the times when they almost made it like you know they could pull off any caper or things wouldn't go wrong, yeah. and it, it almost felt like this season was going to go that way of like a you know, long con that they were going to. But right. every step on the way, even if it turns out 
okay for them has just had yeah. a myriad horrible of repercussions. horrible consequences. Yeah. That- no, none of the plans are going well. <laughs> And that's what he. That's what he. Yeah. And now your child is just walking around with a hammer. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's been my. Um, yeah, I'm watching that one too. Schedule. Yeah, but it's mostly just fringe. I, I have you seen the Intruders on the BBC? Oh America? yeah. So I'm still watching Intruders. I haven't started watching it, but I hear it's very good. Uh, so, so you know what? It's good. Yeah. I don't know if it's very good yet. Interesting. Okay. I find um, uh, Mira Sorvino. Is that who it yeah. is? Yeah. I, I don't know if she's great. She's not a very good actress. She's yeah. She won an Oscar, though. Yeah, I know. Which doesn't really mean anything. Uh, so I watched that on Saturday because it comes in a double from right. the BBC, which is uh, Doctor Who and then ah, Intruders. The Who. Yes, the Who. So I yeah, heard you heard you heard our conversation. I heard you and Charlie talk about uh, uh-huh. Doctor Who. Were you upset while you listened? No, no, it's fine. Uh, so we are going to finish today's podcast <laughs> by doing a quiz. <laughs> You're going to play a quiz. We've oh done quizzes God. online before. Okay, this one fair. is which Doctor Who incarnation are you? Oh. So we're going to do this quiz, and you will find out which Doctor Who you best respond to. Right, and then. I think that's where you have to start. You have to show sure. the Doctor Who who best sums up, you know, your personality. Yeah. So through a series of questions, we'll be able to work okay. this out. Which of the following best describes your fashion style? The weirder, the better. Hipster, casual but trendy, geek chic, well-dressed for any occasion, whatever, as long as it's comfortable. The last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which of the following is most important to you in a companion? Intelligence, obedience... Courage or independence? Independence. Independence, okay. Although obedience sounds... Am I, am I with a dog? Right. Who's my, who's my... Well, it depends what you... I mean, he had a dog at one stage. He sure. had canine. Sure. He had a robot dog from outer okay. space. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, a you're robot a f- dog from outer space? Canine. Okay, I get, I get it. It's named canine, His but name why... canine. Why, why did he dog. have a robot dog from outer space? Why not? No, that's not... <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> You're offered a free meal. Which of the following do you choose? Weird flavor combinations, mm. sweets, fried foods, oh, I don't have time to stop for lunch, or greens? Mm. Free meal. Yeah, right now I'd say greens. Okay, greens. Okay, nice. Eating healthy. Uh, how would you best describe... Are you really eating healthy? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does that mean? I've stopped eating red meat and... Uh, chicken for the most part unless okay. i have no choice uh but i'm eating fish and lots of vegetables okay mm-hmm. nice. i Good. even went to a steakhouse and mm-hmm. ordered swordfish outback steakhouse yes <laughs> <laughs> i'll have the sydney swordfish mate <laughs> put a bit more outback on there that's the worst accent i've ever how do you best describe your hair uh, just hair, it'll change. Mm. Fabulous, kind of long or rebellious. Well, I'm gonna say rebellious. Yeah, probably. Your hair's rebellious. Uh, which of the following are you most likely to choose as a travel destination? Mm-hmm. Exotic places, mm-hmm. science conventions, mm-hmm. historical landmarks. Mm-hmm. Wherever the wind takes me, I'm sure I'll find something interesting wherever I go. I don't like travel much. I like to go where I'm invited or needed. First one. Okay. Exotic places. Nice. 
Uh, which of the following best describes your outlook on life? Mm. Never use force. You'll just embarrass yourself. Nope. When in doubt, reverse the polarity. Mm. Everything has its time and everything dies. Always search for the truth. Never say never ever. Small beautiful events are what life is about. Mm-mm. Rest is for the weary, sleep is for the dead. First things first, but not necessarily in that order. I would say the one that ends with uh, everything, everything dies. dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the first part because that doesn't matter, but the part where everything the dies. The one that ends in <laughs> everything dies. I knew it when I said it. Uh, how is your worst enemy most likely to describe you? That you're a nuisance, that you should be exterminated, that you're unpredictable and dangerous? That I should be exterminated. Oh, interesting. I would have thought unpredictable and dangerous. Uh, how do you tend to make friends? I already have friends I want. I meet them through friends I already have. I stumble into their lives. They stumble into my life at work or I save their lives. Probably through friends. Okay. I mean, that's how it's going with me and Matt Damon. We don't know what's going to happen there. I saved their lives. Uh, how do you feel about hats? When hats? Appro- hats. Not huts. Hats. How do you feel about hats? When appropriate and required, hats are awesome. Fezzes are cool. Not a fan. Hats are awesome. Hats are awesome. Uh, calculating. Here we go. Which Doctor Who is... Oh, hang on. You are the oh. ninth Doctor, Christopher okay. Eccleston. Okay. I don't know who that is. Uh, he only did it for a season and he didn't come back for the 50th. He's oh. the... You know what? You are him. Wait. He's, he's the trouble. He's the, he's the trouble. He's Chris. this one. Christopher Eccleston. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's the one from The Leftovers. Yep. He's the priest from The Leftovers. Yep. Okay. And uh, he was notoriously a difficult Doctor Who. Oh. Only did the one season, has never come back to the show, didn't want to take part in the 50th anniversary. Oh, really? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. boy. The roughness in you put there by past experience or trauma can only be softened by a companion's love and help. Though sometimes you can be grim and serious, there's a fun-loving part in you that lets you get excited whenever you come across something unusual, interesting, or clever. Mm. My God, that describes you on the dollar. <laughs> that could literally be the description you put up for the dollar. So... I mean, if you still want to not get on board with Doctor Who when, <laughs> it's a quiz. When, it, when it knows you so well, I mean, that's you've made your own choices, I, don't I guess. What, I don't even know what's happened here. Well, I'm in point made. <laughs> Guilty. I don't, that's, I don't even know what court case we're in. It's so funny when, like, me and Charlie can sit there and go, yeah, I'm just not, just, I'm just not interested in Doctor Who and how many emails and comments on social media oh, no. okay but start with this one yeah start with blink <laughs> how many times do people write to you and go just watch blink yes just watch blink it's so it's, many it stands alone you don't actually need to know where you're up just watch blink yeah. and then if you don't like it after blink then okay maybe you don't fucking like Doctor Who I would say Vincent the, the one with Vincent Van Gogh uh, Vincent and the Doctor that I, I highly recommend mm-hmm. that one I mm-hmm. think that's very very good okay. episode to start with but anyway mm-hmm. people don't have to like what I like I just think that I like you, and I think that you know. You, I would like that. You would like that, if you, but it does take a bit to get into. I it. mean, I didn't. I didn't watch Fringe forever, and then right because I hated the pilot. Yeah, right. I thought it was on t- the plane. I, you where you were watching. <laughs> yeah, I just, right. Yeah, I just yeah. hated the oh, pilot. Oh. Well, I loved X Files, and I, it felt like a ripoff of the X Files. The first, the pilot. Uh huh. But it's not. Okay, here's a question. Do you think? I guess you probably couldn't do it. But I would love them to remake the X Files. Yeah, I would. 
Now you could either remake it like with those, like with the same actors and set it in the future, but kind of just kind of go, oh, this shit happened, but yeah, let's kind of just reset and yeah, and do it again. You have to reset or cast it with new actors. But it just feels like one of those shows, The X Files, that was right at the just before shows got good at telling stories. <laughs> I totally <laughs> like agree. it was like it was like the last show where like I've got all this ambition and we've set yeah. up all these things and we don't know quite like you know and yeah. you were like if that had been made five years on I just kind of feel like it was an awesome show but it would have been a really awesome uh, show. Yeah, I agree. And I still feel like that format. It's that perfect like hour. It is. You can do an enclosed hour but have like a long form story. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we should finish up. But I want to plug the LA uh, Podcasting Festival yes. uh, live stream. You can still watch that. Uh, so please do watch that. Um, $7. If you put in the, the code for whatever podcast uh, that you want to like, you know, give the money to, but $7 goes to the podcast code you put in. Right. Uh, and you save yourself $5. It's only 20 bucks. So watch the whole thing. Uh, there are episodes of Tofop that Charlie and I recorded uh, the day before. We did four episodes oh. the day before. So two of them have already gone up. And the they la- get progressively. <laughs> I had to have a shower in the middle of the last one because I was losing my mind. Like we talked for like five and a half hours straight. That's a long time. It was ridiculous. That's really long. Uh, so, but anyway, there's those. And then at the end of that, so that'll be about three weeks from now, I'll put up the live one from the LA Podcast Festival as oh, the end yeah. of the kind of mini series of Tofop. So I'm, if people want to hear it for free, yeah, you'll get to hear it for free. I understand that not everybody likes the podcast enough to want to support it in the other way. Right. I didn't put up the Melbourne one because it had too much stuff in it that we just couldn't, yeah. like, you know, we just literally couldn't put it up because of content. It would yeah. have got us into, you know, trouble and stuff. But this one, you know, it's been up in the live stream and so I'll put how, it out as an episode. But how, how, I'm going to wait. How will people podcast, on audio be able to hear me pretending to be a baby sucking on Charlie's nipples? There's just so much of that podcast that you need to see. It's so visual. Like when you guys act out that story at the start... <laughs> It is like even looking at the photos people have put online. It kills me. Yeah. It absolutely kills me. And the great thing about like what I love about doing that podcast and what's such a nice thing, we walk out, we literally did not have a conversation about what we were going to do. Nothing. Not one. Nothing. Like I knew Charlie had his diary. I knew I had the Russell Rock thing to finish with Gareth. And I thought, well, maybe I'll tell his baby story at the start that I've been talking about. But when you work with people who, like I just started telling a story and then everyone just takes over and makes it their thing. God. It's... It's it's a really wonderful like thing to be in front of a room full of people creating things in that environment. Yeah. But there is so much of it that it's visual. Yeah, totally. So, you know, it's probably worth checking out. I would like, think the, so. The live stream. Um, <clears throat> you can see me pick cake off the floor. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's right. one of the things. Yeah, it was a special moment. Yeah, that was a special moment. <laughs> I sculled a drink while lying down across four chairs. Can't hear that on the podcast. Oh, that's right. No, you can't. Yeah. So, uh, no, there's all sorts of things. So, uh, please check that out. That'd be fantastic. Uh, also, I'm going to mention, we can at least mention the, fir- the first. The first, right? We yeah. can mention this now. Uh, so, Dave and I, if you are in uh, Los Angeles, California, Dave and I are going to do a show on December the 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the Steve Allen Theatre. Yes, in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Um, it is going to be $10. It'll be the two of us, and we will both be trialling a whole bunch of new material for, for Melbourne for next yeah. year. So if you're a person who would like to come on and see Dave and I for like 10 bucks, Fiddling around. Like fiddling around, but like, you know, hopefully doing a lot of, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I'm, we're hoping we'll pack the place out and it'll be a really fun night and yeah. everybody really enjoy it. But you're not going to see stuff you've seen before. Yeah, you're going to come and see us do material, new right. material and... 
And um, and that's going to be a really fun night. So December the 1st, and we'll give you details about tickets and stuff when we have them, but we just yeah. locked that in. So uh, that'd be really cool if you could come along to that. Uh, I've got some gigs that I do want to plug. Um, oh. I'm at Hot Tub on Monday oh, uh, nice. with Sam Simmons is on that show as oh, well great. for any Aussies. Uh, and then uh, next week I'm in Cleveland. I'm coming back to Cleveland at Hilarities in Cleveland. So if you're in Cleveland or if you're in the Cleveland area, come and check me out at Hilarities. And I do want to plug uh, the Perth shows are coming up in Australia with Justin Hamilton, Perth, Darwin and Kalgoorlie. Oh. And then uh, January 19 at Sydney Opera House, the final night of the Illuminati tour. That show is selling really, really well. So if you want to get in and get a ticket to see me at the Opera House on the final night when we're recording the special, um, then uh, please come along to that. That'd be absolutely fantastic. That's yeah. going to be really cool. Uh, rate the podcast, share it around, tell people about oh. it. So uh, something I discovered at the podcast festival that I was told was that um, rating, it's great, but ratings don't help with your rankings on oh, iTunes. Okay. What, does, helps what, what helps is people subscribing. So oh. on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, but even more so if they subscribe on the app on their phones, the the whatever it is, the Apple podcasting so app the, so it's the subscribing that's the, the so subscribing. which is why because this is the interesting thing you always see it if someone has a new podcast it yes. always goes to number one and you're yeah. like there's no way that podcast is getting like the right but it's just new but that's what yeah i mean because i was looking at where we sit regularly now because i know I, I was talking to you before yeah. and i don't like to talk about numbers on it but like they've it, they've been really strong of late and yeah but you know rankings wise on the charts you're like well we're not like, yeah. we used to be heaps higher than this and like heaps more people listen now yeah so it's subscriptions it's subscriptions so and then like endless and people listening but yeah. yeah it's plus i also put the podcast out very randomly yeah like so right. if you're subscribed you get it straight away yeah, you get it and then even if you don't listen to it on itunes go subscribe on itunes right and then it helps Okay, podcast. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to download it. Just describe. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> okay, well, that would be great. If everyone could subscribe, that would be really good. And thank you for your support of Our Year Dude as well. That podcast has gone really oh. well and people have been enjoying good. listening to those guys. So that's been really cool. Uh, there's a really fun episode with Sam Simmons that I put out, the one before this as well, um, which people have been really digging. So check that out as well. Uh, Dave Anthony, uh, thank you for being part of this. People can find you at Dave Anthony. They can listen to your podcast the dollop which mm -hmm. is awesome uh, with gary reynolds gary <laughs> so you've got to you've got to watch the podcast live stream just to yeah. see people chanting gary <laughs> to see them chanting it and holding up their phones like it's insane <laughs> it's crazy uh, uh, so, so definitely do that and check that yeah. out as well um we're doing a live dollop on the 8th oh, okay the 8th of december right meltdown in los angeles okay with so pat noswell Pat Oswalt is the guest. Hang on, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, you, uh, uh, sign out for us. Fofine.